You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. The NFL is in full swing. It's about time we do our thing. No time for dunks and finger rolls, dropping pucks and scoring goals, home runs and strikeouts off for summer. Tight spirals flying all around, touchdowns abound. Let's talk some football, crushing beers and throwing fists. Let's talk some shit. It's the Big Sports Cast. Call 708-316-8822, you Baba Dicks. We talk about the NFL postseason for the Lombardi Trophy. NFL postseason. Anyone but Brady. The NFL. Check, suck my balls. The NFL postseason. Patriots blow. Welcome, everybody. It's another victory week on the Binge Sportscast, TM. Unbelievable. I literally, TM, like listening to that sounder you made when you say for the Lombardi trophy, it literally just fucking hit me. Like it's incredible. It's incredible where we're at today. That's right. God. Oh my God. Welcome everybody. It is the Binge Sportscast. I am PJ, and as always, joined by my main man, TM. Now, TM. The final four. The final four is here. Oh, Luca's limping. Sorry. It hasn't. it, It still hasn't hit me. The Detroit Lions are going to an NFC Championship. Cinderella story, Cinderella story. Not really. I mean, there's the really. same, same as the Chiefs. But um, that's right. I don't know what a weekend. Um, crazy games, uh, you know, to to get us here. Um, crazy endings to games, and and one in your household in particular, and Oof. that was um, I don't know expected, shall we say? But we've got some voicemails on that. Um, we'll get into, you know, talking through the games from this past weekend and then, you know, do a little preview of, uh, the upcoming games this upcoming weekend. Uh, but I guess in the meantime, TM, or before we get to that, we had some breaking news tonight. Dun, 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 dun. I don't have the breaking news. Uh, yeah, no. sounder, but... <laughs> it's all fake news. <laughs> no, it's phony stuff. Nope. It didn't nope. happen. Nope. Nope. That's. That's what I say when they talk about uh, Michigan and the sign-stealing scandal. Fake news. Fake news. Uh, But we did just get news tonight uh, that uh, Jim Harbaugh, national champion coach Jim Harbaugh, (laughs) is leaving the University of Michigan. Wow. To coach your favorite franchise, TM, and your favorite quarterback in the league the los and the san diego superchargers everybody superchargers 
So, uh, Tia, what do you think of this? I mean, I, I want to get your opinion. Let's let's talk just a minute on Harbaugh himself. So, do you think that he can return to what he did in San Francisco with the Niners? Not with that team. Not with that jinxed, never going to win a damn thing team. Um, but I guess maybe he could get to a Super Bowl and lose like he yeah. did in San, in San Francisco. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, he's been out of the NFL for so long. I remember his team. He had Kaepernick. Um, they played hard for him. You know, is he the same guy coming back? Uh, you know, are guys going to want to play for him? He's, you know, is he going to be able to make the adjustment after, you know, it's different when you're a college coach. Saban couldn't do it in the NFL. But obviously, Harbaugh shows that he can. Kind of just talking round circles right now because honestly, I have no idea. You know, I, I don't like the choice, but I guess it was a highly desired landing spot for the coaches that are getting interviewed because of Herbert. So maybe, yeah. I mean, but it, what is he? Harbaugh is what? He is a defensive coach, yes? By nature? I mean, not really. I mean, he was, was a, he a, cor- I mean, was he was a quarterback. Coach? He's offensive. Yeah, I mean, he was oh, a that's quarterback. Right. He was an, okay. Coach, so right? so, so, so pros, maybe, yeah. Obviously. Let's see what he can do. Let's yeah. see what he can do with that loser out there. <laughs> now, you're right, though. I mean, I think, I think the Chargers was the desirable team. I mean, they were, you know. Best quarterback on the market, if you yep, will. Yep, best quarterback uh, team. Probably the team in the least amount of shambles, if you will. I don't, I don't know the makeup of the Chargers. I don't know, you know. Outside of the, you know, Bosa, you got Bosa and Cleo Mack. Um, obviously, well, you I mean, you've got Eckler. Herbert, you've got Eckler, Allen, and yeah. Williams, who didn't play all year. But so, other I mean, than there's that, some stars. Yeah. yeah I don't know, other like, than the that, I don't know. The, but yeah. I think we, maybe we talked about this. Um, yeah, probably not. I don't know. The thing with Harbaugh, I think Harbaugh is a great. NFL mind or, or coaching mind, NFL or college. The difference, and I think the problem that he will run into is that the NFL doesn't have the turnover that college does. And listen, Harbaugh, for everybody that you talk to, loves the dude, seems like a genuine, all but quirky dude. Um, but I think in the NFL, and I think in what happened in San Francisco, is that you just start rubbing people the wrong way. And after yeah. four years, it's kind of like, well, what I gotta, I you know, I just signed a big contract, I, you know, an eight-year contract. I gotta stay with this guy for the next eight years. Um, same with you know the GM or upper management. And I think that's where he rubbed the San Francisco 49ers upper management the wrong way and why they were so I guess, happy to let him leave. Even though, yes, he went, took them from a non-playoff team, uh, you know, winning five games to three consecutive NFC championships, um, a Super Bowl in there. He did the same thing, you know, in, at Stanford and, and albeit he had Andrew Luck, but took them from a two-win team to a 11-win team, beating USC along the way. And, you know, it didn't start that way in Ann Arbor. And But, you know, he had six seasons of 10-plus wins and 
took them back to to prominence and you know it's all that i can ask for him to do yeah not, yeah not mad at the mission guy. Ac- mission accomplished in in at michigan like for Absolutely. sure yeah um, so i don't know i think i i, I don't know it's probably more money right i mean it's got to be more money yeah i don't think the contract has 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 come out yet um the word on the street here is that he's going to take jesse minter who is michigan's defensive coordinator which sucks um but other than that, it sounds like Sharon Moore, the Michigan coach who um, kind of took yeah. over for Harbaugh down the stretch, was is the odds-on favorite, and I think is the right move. I mean that that doesn't yeah. change the culture, and you know your recruits and your team remain the same. Um, and then you know I would presume that Harbaugh will be a still be a friend of the program, if you will. Um, and and help more in in maybe choosing replacements or you know guys just like John Harbaugh did for Jim when he was asking for the next up and coming uh, coaching you know assistant coach or whoever. So I don't know. I don't if if I'm Harbaugh, that's the job that I want. I don't think any of the other jobs make sense. Um, and I think maybe that's the team that will work for Har- Harbaugh because he doesn't have to completely rebuild. Yeah, yeah. He's got to just go in there and kind of just motivate, change the culture. They've had success, sort of. I mean, they always fall short. Yeah. So let's see. Well, yeah, let's see. He's got to get him over that hump, right? Yeah, I'm not rooting for him. You know, Yeah. that's it man. for me. That's it for me with him. Yeah. And, <laughs> now and, he goes honesty, out there. You know. Yeah, he'll forever live as a as a legend here, but it's um, you know, I don't need to see him succeed in the NFL. Doesn't that right. doesn't mean anything to me or matter to me. Um, yeah, I do wonder. No, you can you can love him forever. That's right. He and did, it, he did the greatest shit for you guys. So. I do wonder what um comes of you know these NCAA violations. I wonder how much that that. Uh, played into his decision i don't think a ton because i think the violations will be i don't know i don't want to say a slap on the wrist i think it'll be more than that but i don't i don't think things are going to come out as badly as people hope that they will um but now i it will you know michigan will get hit michigan will definitely get hit i've always said on this program on this show that i i think michigan did something wrong what and and was it to the extent that the national media at the beginning was was making it out to be no do i think that uh you know michigan will lose a scholarship and get fined and a few things probably do i think they're gonna get wins vacated or anything like that no i don't think so so that would be a mess yeah um so you know cheers to you let me raise a fake glass jim harbaugh Thanks for the memories, baby. Want us a natty, a natty that will have forever live in infamy. And today, TM, I'm, I'm coming home from uh, some some work thing that I had going on, news breaks, and then I get in this text thread with a bunch of my MSU buddies. And man, <laughs> oh man, their tears are so delicious. It is unbelievable. How 
salty and just like they just can't get us out of their brain. It's like if I lived in Ohio, it'd be the same thing. It's it's asterisks this and cheating this. And I'm just like, guys, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're going to hang a banner. That trophy is going to stay in Schembechler Hall. And you can say whatever you want. The smile on my face ain't coming off. No matter what. So uh, it's great. You know what it comes down to? You know, this has been a common topic of conversation uh, in this household. You know what it is? All fans that are not your fans suck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the, and the social media and the internet just compounds it. I mean, the, I, I can, I'll give you an example of a shitty fan from any team. Like, I just, I, I just get so, it's just so funny to me when people are like, well, the Dolphins fans are the worst fans in the world. And I just think to myself, do we even like even have that many fans? I mean, I know three <laughs> other ones. My dad's a fan. I know a few other guys, but like, it's just, and it's, that's all online culture. And I just, I, I just, I, I'm sick of it. It is. And you and just, so, you, and you gotta just, stay you away. just get what you deserve. You just get what you deserve. You keep running your mouth, keep making your signs, keep making your blue and red dicks. And they end up just getting shoved right up your own asses because you can't beat Mahomes when it counts. You know who I'm I'm talking to. We're just getting getting started. Yes. Uh, All right. So other coaching news. Now, yeah. So the Dolphins. Yeah. That like I had a similar shocking text come through today saying that Vic Fangio has agreed. The Dolphins and Vic Fangio agreed to part ways. And his landing spot looks to be Philadelphia because he wanted to go closer to home. So I guess he's from Pennsylvania. Um, all right. I mean, pretty sure. unexpected. Yeah. You know, pretty unexpected. So I never thought, never had any types of thoughts like, oh, got to keep Vic. Like, I didn't know there was an option he'd be leaving. So I don't know. I don't yeah. I don't really know what to think on it. I don't, I'm sure they'll hire. I mean, I don't know how McDaniel... You know, which guys, you know, from watching Hard Knocks, I don't know which guys came with McDaniel, which guys were still there. I know the special teams coach has to go. Um, so maybe, the, I mean, but maybe the, he's got somebody from, you know, that tree of Shanahan and McVeigh and everybody. Maybe there's a body that can come step up to the role from, from uh, another, like a linebackers coach or something. I love our linebackers coach. He could certainly... Yeah, step I in mean, and take the role. You know, listen, I don't know. I don't usually, know that deep into the names and stuff. I'm I'm a little, I'm just a little surprised. But again, Vic Fangio's much older guy. Yeah. And you've got you know McDaniel's a very young coach. I mean, Wink Martindale's out there. We can bring Wink down and just blitz constantly. Yeah. Wouldn't be, the uh, thing wouldn't is, be is, opposed I mean, to that. When you guys are healthy and and you know a full squad, I think it's a it's a desirable position. Um, We'll see. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, I think the only the only team that's made a hire is this um, uh, the Titans. The Bengals. I'll tell you. Well, oh. the Titans hired the Bengals. Oh, I'm sorry, offensive, offensive coordinator. coordinator. Right. Right, and then the QB yeah. coach for the Bengals was yeah, moved was up Brian, to Brian right. Brian Callahan, which I know nothing of him or who he is. Uh, other than that, I mean, obviously. Um, the uh, the Patriots with Jared Mayo, Gerard, Jared, whatever it is. Um, Packers fired uh, defensive coordinator Joe Barry today. There you go. Yep. 
Long time coming for those Packer fans. Oh, man. Of all the things that the people hated in Green Bay, it was that guy. Um, but that's that's about it. I think there's there's I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of interviews to be uh, conducted. I know um, Ben Johnson from Detroit, from the Lions, OC, has a lot of uh, people waiting. I think in the wings, he's done a few uh, Zoom interviews, and it sounds like the the, uh, the Commanders might be a landing spot for him. Um, and then I'm sure there are other coaches in, in these remaining NFC or champion, uh, ship teams that are, that have, uh, assistance in the way to end Mike McDaniel, uh, DC from, uh, Baltimore, I think is one. So I think a lot of dominoes will fall in the next two weeks, uh, after this weekend's championship games. And then we will see, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, but, um, Oh, and the Raiders, right? The Raiders, didn't they hire? Did they hire Antonio Pierce? I don't know if that's official. They hired their a new GM. GM, yeah, I think that's yeah. what it is, yeah. So they hired, yeah, they hired the GM. So we'll see now who they go with. So, yeah, very you interesting. Give, you got to give him the job. Give him the job. Yeah, yeah. But All right, TM, let's – um. so we, we do have some voicemails. Do you want to get into this weekend's games? you want the voicemails to kind of go through it? How do you want to do it? Let's, uh, let's go with these voicemails. We said there's only three, right? Yep. Yep. That's just three of them. Here we go. I'm reading the bottom line here, TM uh, on ESPN, and it just says, and I didn't, I didn't realize this, that Harbaugh spent his last two seasons in the NFL on the Chargers. I never knew hmm. he was on the Chargers. If I probably, if I thought about it enough, maybe I would have pulled that up. But that was 1999 and 2000. Seems like he's. Way and before that, did he play for Indianapolis? Oh I think yeah, that's yep. what I, yeah, yeah, yeah I remember on, him there. The Colts for sure. Yeah. All right, so. Um, Mark Davis removed the interim title from Pierce's job last Friday. So he okay. is the head coach. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I missed that. Good for him. Good yeah. job, Mark Davis. Yes, sir. All right. Good uh, job. All right. Well, we're going to start right off the hop here, TM. Here we go. What's up, fuckers? Just calling in. <laughs> How about those Chiefs? So just wanted to talk about this fucking game that was just insane. As usual, expected it to be coming down to the wire just like normal. Uh, but man, uh, it was back and forth, back and forth. I thought the Chiefs had them when they got that turnover on downs there and then they fucked up with the, the fumble out of the dumb end zone. I hate that fucking rule, but it is what it is. The shit happens. Don't you fumble. Live, you learn. Don't you fumble. Although I would like to see that, them change that rule. And I know some people have been talking about it, but I don't know if it'll ever happen. Anyway, get down there. Come on, I thought Bill's on that last drive. I thought, oh, shit, they're going to run the clock out and we're going to have to 
fucking scramble. I was just hoping they would end up making a mistake and leaving at least enough time for us to get back on them. But uh, great stop by the Chiefs, getting that in there, and then uh, the missed field goal. Man, that was <laughs> that was fantastic. I was I, I feel bad for the guy, but you know that should, they were talking about that wind all night, so I guess that one got him on that one. So uh, you know, great, great game by the Bills, but the Chiefs advance. And you know, anybody sitting was there that a great game by the Bills? On the road, well, jokes on you. But uh, here we go. Next one's around. This next game is going to be probably about the same. It's going to be back and forth, back and forth. Let's just hope our defense can get it together and play a little better and a little tighter in the head. We had a couple injuries out there that kind of hurt us. So hopefully we can get them, a couple of them guys healed back up and get them in so we're back full force. On to the next one. See you. Uh, All right, Tim. Boy. Let's get yeah. into this game. It's the only Chiefs call we have. Only Bills right. call we have. Surprise, surprise. Hyped up. All right. Very hyped up for this. Actually, he you, should you be. Tell, no, you tell this. You you get into this. I want to hear. Uh, well, listen. I, first of all, first of all, I did it again. And I, I talked all week. I picked the Chiefs on the show. And then I got all... Fired up in the moment on Sunday, and I'm parlaying Lions and Bills all over the place. So the Bills disgust me. I, I And not like I even got to really watch much of this game. So I caught up, like, right after it ended. I probably got, like, 15, 20 texts coming in in, like, a three-minute span. And I'm sitting in my son's room, like, just trying to catch up on the phone from my halftime. I'm like, oh, my God, everybody stop. I couldn't figure out exactly what happened, but I was getting the sense that the Bills lost, and I couldn't believe it. I can't like, I can't believe it. So, look, the fu- I, I want to just touch one thing quick before we get into this. What do you think about that fumble into the end zone roll? Let's talk. Let's wait. I do have right. a segment. Okay. What okay. do you think? Oh, nice. All right. So look, it's very simple. The Bills stink. Okay. I don't want to hear. I mean, the only excuse I've actually heard besides blaming the kicker where it's completely not that guy's fault. Yes, he missed the kick. Kick never should have been from that far. Kick. My favorite thing is when you watch a clip of the kick, there's a minute 47 left on the clock. A minute 47. Now, this is, I am moving on from, this is now the third or fourth drive of the quarter. It was the third drive of the quarter they had to take the lead in this game. And they could not do it. I'm even bypassing the fake punt to DeMar Hamlin, which should have McDermott losing his job. I I don't know what else you could say there. I mean, that is just bad fucking coaching. You have Josh Allen. It's, I don't care if it's 4th and 10. You have a better chance of getting that fucking first down with him than a guy that is medically lucky to be alive and you've barely played all season. Who do you think you were fooling? And the Chiefs had 10 players yep. on the field for that play and still stopped it. So right there, McDermott should be fired. Now let's get back to the clock. How, when you have the ball at the 2-minute warning at your 26-yard line, how... Do you burn, thir- oh look, 13 seconds again. Well, that number ain't going to fucking go away, is it? How are you kicking the field goal three downs later 
what is your fucking problem? How are you throwing the ball twice into the end zone? Whose decision is that? Because if it's Josh Allen's, then I don't want to hear it anymore about how great that guy is, okay? The only thing he's good at is getting two yards. I am so fucking tired of the apologies for like blaming everybody else on Buffalo but this guy. He went for it down the middle, and he underthrew. I don't care if he got touched by his own player. He underthrew a wide-open receiver by 10 yards, stops the clock. Then the play breaks down on another pass play on third down, and he's rolling out of the pocket, and he fucking throws a shitty pass into the corner. Uh, what, uh, Diggs, who I guess is now an awful receiver, right? Okay, he's a little older. He certainly missed a step. I don't see him getting any separation. I do think he is not a true number one. Josh Allen needs better. I will, I will agree with that take. But you're throwing the ball twice. When you have already lost a game to this team with 13 seconds. I mean, just the inability to learn from your mistakes, the inability to manage the clock, the inability to take what the defense gives you, the inability to be poised in a pressure situation, Josh Allen, and just the inability to win a game and beat a team. Like, what do you, like, so, like, I'm fucking flabbergasted by the way that whole two-minute situation went down. Even if he makes the kick, it's now tied, and he has a minute 43. Right. Gimme and two timeouts, because Dandy Reed was like, he'll fuck it up, we're just going to sit back and not use him. I mean, he was going to have a... The, the Patrick Mahomes, who they scored on every drive, I think, except for the going into the half, and then like the previous drive before they were to get the ball back there at the end. I mean, just embarrassing. And, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know how, but I blame the coach, A, number one. But the off, I mean, what are we doing, Josh Allen? What are you doing trying to win the game with two minutes left, trying to take the lead with two minutes left? What's the point of doing that? You weren't stopping him all day long. I just don't, I just think it was just, it was just pathetic. The The fake punt was desperate and and moronic, and he should be fired. Josh Allen is good at getting first downs with his legs, but he doesn't make anybody around him better. If he didn't have this, if he didn't have Cook and Kincaid this year, I, I don't think they would have even made it to win the division, which I'm even, but see, this pisses me off even more, watching them fuck this game up. With my situation, just pisses me off about my situation even more. It's just like this is the team, these fucking losers, fucked up our season. So annoying, but they'll never win. That's why I keep reminding my wife. I'm like, you can have the AFC East all you want. You will never win. And she says to me, one one of the things out of her mouth is today. Well, it's all scripted anyway. I said, where do you where are you coming up with this stuff? I'm like, are you a gambler? That's what gamblers say. Loser gamblers. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, Tim, I, I, in watching this game from like, I didn't, I didn't, did not have a dog in the fight. I don't gamble. All I, all I hope for is good football. You know, my wife asked me, Which you always get with these two teams. I yeah. mean, they're, it's, it's a pleasure. I always enjoy it. That's why I was really disappointed. I didn't get to like sit down and lock in on this game. And and my wife asked me like, we, when we got home from the lions game, like who do, who do we want to win this game? And I said, it doesn't really matter. And then I said, but do we really want to see the Chiefs 
win again? And she's like, no. And so we were rooting for Buffalo. And then, you know, when Bass missed the kick, it was just, it was just, really? That's what you're going to do, Buffalo? And and I totally agree with you, though. Um, was it not, I mean, the game shouldn't have come down to that. Even if he had made it, probably wouldn't have mattered. And I, I kind of texted this to the group, though. I don't, what is, what, if you had to describe Buffalo's offense or the, the identity of their their team, what is it? Are they are they tough? Are they fast? Are they an offensive juggernaut? Do they do they do they beat teams up? I don't I don't know what they do well. I honestly don't. They, they, I'll tell you one thing they do well is they play down to their competition very well. But that, I think you that's know, you, it's all Josh Allen, right? What I'm saying is it's it's almost like you've got it's it's like backyard football where you've got yeah. the best athlete on the field. Okay? And nobody's ever going to deny Josh Allen's athletic ability. Guy's got a fucking cannon for an arm. He runs, he's tough, he hurdles guys. Woo! But like what I've just watched this this team and I don't I don't know what their offensive philosophy is except for Josh Allen scrambling. That's what I mean, if that's if if I did Josh Allen scrambling is their offensive game plan. Yeah. And and I just don't how do you win that way? You don't? Clearly. <laughs> you know, I mean <clears throat> I don't know. Diggs has been non-existent for like seven weeks. I mean, from a fantasy perspective, he's a bust. So whether, you know, there's an issue there, but he locked in with that Kincaid, the rookie tight end, had a lot of big games. But after they fired Dorsey, the, the offensive coordinator, yep. they went to run first, which is what Belenic was always screaming that he needed them to do. And that's great. And it did work. Cook had some big games. I don't think that Cook is you need some you need somebody else then. You need another body. I think you need a bigger body. You know, he's not Dalvin Cook. Yeah. For of the of the, you know, the 20 20 year old version. So I, I don't know. You're right. I mean, but that's that's what the Bills are. You're 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 seeing it. That's what it always is. It's Josh Allen. Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen. Now they're missing a ton of guys on defense. There are a lot of good players on their D. Milano's not there, but they're older. The D's older. Von Miller, hilarious meme. I I talk shit to my wife on Von Miller all season because of the money that he got from them. And he would just be a healthy scratch or he would play four plays or he would be dressed and active and not play. And I would just be like, what is the problem? What did you guys... This is one of the the worst signings of all time. He had... He made fifteen million this year, and he had five tackles, no sacks, dude. Oh. You know, god damn, like worst contract ever. And he was supposed to come in. You know, that fan, the mafia. Their freaking reaction to signing him was like, "This guy's gonna win us a championship." Get the fuck! Oh my god, talk about fan bases, man. Oh, the stuff I'm reading. 
Just the, the clips of them crying, hilarious, throwing snowballs at the Chiefs, all that stuff. It's so cool when we win and they throw when they score and throw snowballs. You're a bunch of fucking idiots. I can't stand it. I can't I can't stand it. Well, the good thing for you, TM, we don't have to deal with it anymore this year. Now we just get to deal with Patrick Mahomes and Taylor Swift. <laughs> But that's the other thing. I wanted to just beat them. Let's get them out of here. And then I knew the Ravens would kill the Bills. Yeah. yeah Carrie's asking just, me last week, who do we want to win this game? I said, you want the Texans to win this game because the Ravens will kill you. No, the Ravens are going to kill everybody. Well, let's see. <laughs> let's see. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. Yeah, that's what I think of the Buffalo Bills and uh, their offensive game plan. That's why I'm just I'm so frustrated we didn't beat them week 18. I mean, we had it. Fucking punt return. Stupid ass. Tua sucks. Now, that said, TM, um, you know, Chiefs fans are obviously puffing their chests like they're, you know. As they should be. Yeah. But. They look like they look like you're the Chiefs team that we've been watching for the last several years. And it's. I think the difference when you watch Patrick Mahomes operate that an offense and you watch Josh Allen and whoever's calling the plays, whatever, it's it's like, you know, it's like Lucy and Charlie Brown. And it's just Lucy pulling the football away. Sorry, one more time. And he does it with such ease. And he makes it look so easy. And it's it just goes to prove how fucking amazing Patrick Mahomes is. And that's the only thing I will say about that team because I don't like that team at all. I like Pacheco. Me and, too. That's my favorite. He's my favorite. <laughs> that's about it. Rutgers I, grad, baby. And I like Andy Reid. Um, and I think the combination of Reid and Mahomes and you get some toughness from Pacheco. And then, I listen, their defense is, is much improved very good. Do they have what it takes to beat uh, the Ravens? I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about that uh, at the end of the show. But, yeah, hey, congrats, Chiefs fans. Congrats, Chiefs. Back at it again. It's unbelievable. Somebody who posted somebody posted that this is um, like 10th year in a row that, we ha- that we've had uh, Mahomes or Brady in a championship game. Something well, well, every year, six years, Mahomes has been a starter. He's played in this game. That's I mean, crazy. Fucking crazy. So, some, crazy. you know, go Lamar. Somebody beat these guys. But I don't know, man. I, you know, let's see. This is this is uncharted territory for Lamar Jackson. And, yes. you know, they, they kind of got a cakewalk last week. So, Speaking of Lamar, we had the, uh, you know, the, the first game of the weekend. Um you know, Texans put up a fight for a quarter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they only had the punt return touchdown. They were completely yeah. shut down on offense. So that was, I guess, to be expected. Um, and then Sunday, or I'm sorry, uh, Saturday night, we had the Green Bay Packers uh, almost beat the San Francisco 49ers. Um, you know, Brock Purdy getting, uh, I don't I don't want to say the word. No, he, can't throw, he can't throw the wet ball. Yeah. He can't throw the wet ball. Not, That's all. No not big exposed, deal. but showed, you know, a little bit of, 
little bit of rust, a little bit of, um, you know, little what rain is his kryptonite, I guess. Uh, but well, oh, but when okay, so did you watch this game? Uh, partially, I watched like the second half. I missed the the beginning of it because of kids' sports. Eight p.m. Okay, Saturday. I didn't I didn't get to watch it at all. So okay. I only saw. So when did Debo go out? Early. He only played like five plays. Oh wow. Okay, so there's another reason we said this. We were saying this last week. The Niners are an injury away from showing flaws, you know? I mean, anytime one of them is out, McCaffrey, Debo, you know, so. Yeah. And I guess, yeah. And and that's, and that's kind of what it was. The, the Packers were running the ball really well. Um, They had a chance to open that game wide, like wide open. They couldn't score first two, three drives. I think in the first half, I was kind of keeping uh, track on my phone but they got it either into the red zone or down to you know inside the thirty um, twice, and then and they had uh, settled for field goals. And then the other time they went for it, it was fourth and one on the I don't know inside the ten. Uh, and they went for it and didn't get it, so they only scored six points in the first half. And San Fran had a uh, you know thirty yard touchdown pass to Kittle, and they essentially took the lead at the half. But then Green Bay came out. They established the run. Aaron Jones ran for, uh, I don't know, 110 yeah, yards or something. But he had a big 52-yard yeah, yeah. run. And it, it it ended up coming down to the, the last drive for San Fran. And Purdy put together a, a, a good series, um, used McCaffrey, and they – put the ball in the end zone with, you know, a minute 30 to go. And then Jordan Love, everybody's new darling, made about the worst rookie mistake that anybody could make in first and 10, a minute 30 remaining, midfield, you know, driving the ball. Maybe they were on their own 40, um, but had plenty of time. And he rolls out to his right, and instead of just throwing the ball away, and, and they're only down a field goal, mind you, instead of just throwing the ball away, living for you know the next play, he throws across his body 20 yards downfield to the middle of the field, and it gets picked off. And it doesn't just get picked off. It literally would have been picked off by three different guys. It was a horrendous throw. But, look at like Favre. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right? Exactly. Um but, you know, Green Bay is going to be a problem. I'm not super happy about it. I was texting with Chad. Like, can't they just go away? Can't they just go away? Can you just go rebuild, please? Yeah. Like, be like the Vikings. The Vikings are now going to rebuild for a while, and that's okay. That's okay. But I just want you, Green Bay, to be that way. Just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. See? They, they had the foresight. They... Drafted, lo- they drafted love. They upset Rodgers, but they timed it perfectly. And his first year playoffs upset Dallas, almost upset the Niners. Go Pack, go! <laughs> <laughs> so, and I, I, TM, I had this. It was this weird, um, like battle, like uh, in internal battle for me watching that game. So, by the Packers winning, if the Packers would have won, the Lions would have, with a win, 
you know, this happened Saturday night, with a win, would have been able to host the NFC Championship game. And I'm sitting there with my wife. We're talking about it. And she's cheering loudly for the Packers, like almost to the point where I'm, I was upstairs, I think, putting my daughter to sleep. And it was, you know, 9, 9, 9.30, whatever. And I'm, I hear her cheering. I'm like, what is happening? Oh, it was on the um, the 49ers had scored and then, you know, kind of had taken the momentum and then the ensuing kickoff, the Packers came and ran it, uh, ran the kickoff back that then got right. fumbled. And then, you know, they're one of their uh, kick returners. Anyway, that play might, you would have thought the lions were playing the way that my wife was screaming. So anyway, I had this, in, this internal battle watching this team that I absolutely despise with all my heart and, and makes nothing makes me happier than watching them lose. But then knowing that if they win, we get a home championship. Yeah, NFC championship. Yeah. And and so I had this like, so in the end, I kind of just cheered for nobody. And it was kind of like, I'll take whatever happens because then either way I get to watch Packers fans implode or, you know, we get a game at home. And... You know, now am I kicking myself for that I should have been cheering harder for the Packers? Sure, but it yeah, but then that, then you have the Packers coming into your bill. That would be it insane. Is, that is that there was that little bit of word I was I was talking to. Then you'd guy. be expected to win. Yeah, it'd be and, a whole different vibe. Yeah, and 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 it's and I I don't know how to feel how I'm feeling right now with my team, just in general and. When you don't win a lot, maybe you don't expect to win. And and I, I have that I would have this fear. It's like the same fear that I that I had with Matt Stafford beating us. Like where if Green Bay came into Detroit and won the NFC championship at our house as a seven seed, would that just like kill everything that has been built in Detroit this whole season. Whereas if we go out to San Francisco and lose to the one seed, eh, eh, you know, whatever it is, what it is, but that's like a loser mentality. And I know it, but it's, yeah, yeah. I've been, I, it's been a long time for us here in Detroit to have like the confidence that Patrick has, as he calls into our show. Uh, but all that said, TM, it didn't matter. Your Detroit lions, my Detroit lions, Walked away with a victory. Another fucking electric atmosphere. Huge TV audience. Um, everything about that game. I didn't think it could get as hyped as it was the week before. And it was the same. It was insane. It was just as big. Now, both the games were fantastic, you know, back and forth. Um, and in the end, you know, the Lions pulled it out and got ahead at the end, gave themselves in a big enough cushion for, you know, Baker to, 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 to have some magic there at the end. And then, you know, Baker turned into Baker. So that's what we got. And, um, it seemed fitting TM three years to the day on Sunday was the anniversary of the Dan Campbell press conference, intro press conference about biting kneecaps. Three years after yeah, that presser, great. he wins 
an NFC divisional game to go to the NFC championship. So I don't, you know, I'm not going to sit here. I've been on a high. It's been the greatest month. And it's almost been a month, TM, of football in the state of Michigan. And I, I just can't. It's like this constant high. I can't get over it. They had this one young kid in the crowd pregame eating something with his Michigan hat on and his Lions jersey. And they're the guy, they're like, hey, no one's had it better than him. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Years Amazing. of disappointment. Oh, I will tell you. So one story, one funny story in the stadium. We get there pregame. And, you know, for the most part, all the people around us are season ticket holders, get people that we've known for, you know, years. And this guy, and he's he's a couple of seats down in our row. Seen him before. He's got a young, he's a, you know, mid-30s, early 40s. Uh, comes, rolls up with his son, you know, not much younger than, than my son, probably 10. And they're walking in, they got their jackets on. And his son unzips his his coat, takes off his coat, and he's got a fucking Bucks jersey on. Uh, I'm like, are you kidding me? I was like, just not today. And listen, it's Tom Brady jersey, so I can give him a little bit of a pass being a Michigan man. But I was like, listen, I'd never tell a parent to tell their kids who he was probably 10. Oh, come on to who to root for. But if my son walks down the stairs in a freaking Bucks jersey or a Rams jersey, it's go take that shit off right now. I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing there? What do you own it for? Yeah, I mean. I understand hey, it's Brady, but what yeah. are we talking about here? You know, and, and, I, uh, and, I, and I got my revenge on the kid because – we were sitting there and they were doing, you know, t-shirt time and throwing t-shirts and they barely ever come into the upper deck. You know, we're in the like first two rows of the upper deck and they come down. Yeah. They throw a t-shirt, bounces off somebody's hands, lands in my lap. And I look at it and I think to myself and I don't look look I don't look over at the kid. I said, "Oh, maybe I should give this to that little kid." And I said, "Oh, fuck that kid." And I put it in my pocket. You should have handed to him and said, put, <laughs> put this, this on shit right on now. right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't care what bank it says. Put it on. <laughs> uh, anyway, so here we are, TM. NFC Championship, baby. Woo! Oh, baby. Oh. Let's go. Uh, all right, so we do have two more uh, voicemails, but I wanted to uh, get through all of that because this is going to be okay. sad. TM, PJ, Stiggy. Uh, it's about... What did it say? Who? Monday night. Uh, Biggie? Biggie Smalls? I know I haven't called PJ. It's Diggy. Uh, Stiggy? It's Sticky? 801. Monday night. Uh, I, I know I haven't that. called in a while. Uh, I told TM this, PJ. You know, I lost my grandfather. I was home in Michigan for two weeks. Um, Shit, man. Sorry to hear. Sorry I want to hear. say he was one of the biggest choice sports fans you will ever meet. As an immigrant from the Philippines, you know, he, he loves sports, especially Detroit. And, uh, you know, I am happy to say, you know, the Lions are making him happy in heaven. And I can tell you this, guys, it's going to be even better when Detroit beats San Francisco this Sunday night. I'm calling it. 
Yeah, baby. I'm wearing my whole gear. I'm wearing my helmet, my shirt. I'm ready to go. Uh, but, you know, I have to say, you know, Lions have been pretty good the past two playoff games. You know, defense was stellar against L.A. and and Tampa Bay. The only thing, and I know TM said not to say this, PJ, but I'm going to go ahead and say anyway. The pass defense was horrible. That is, we have to work on that. No shit. Because San Francisco can exploit that real easily. And especially when you have to worry about, you know, Kittle, you know, Devo, and, you know, the rest. But, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to say this and, you know, I'm going to, as I say, I'm adopting, you know, Detroit as my second favorite sports city, you know, the honoring grandfather. You know, let's go Tigers, let's go Red Wings, let's go Pistons, and let's go Lions. PJ, all those 49ers fans that listen, they can freaking kiss our ass because <laughs> we're going to the Super Bowl, and I'm calling it. Go Lions, guys. Cam, I'll see you around, buddy. Yeah, yeah baby. So, um, yeah, Alex, it's uh, it's pretty well known that the Lions' pass defense ain't very good. I mean, we gave up 750 yards in two games. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot to be desired there. But, you know, they, they kind of play a bend-don't-break type of defense. I mean, that's... It's what they do, and and there's an argument to be made that this Sunday you will be playing the worst of the three quarterbacks you faced in this yeah. postseason. That's right. I mean, probably. I you know, my, I've made my I've made my feelings on Purdy. Yes, pretty clear too. Yeah. So well, uh, sorry to hear about your grandfather, Alex. Hopefully he, uh, you're right. Hopefully he's he's looking down with a smile on his face. And, you know, a lot of the emotion that they've been kind Taking of... Taking care of a win on Sunday. Come on, right. Grandpa. Let's, let's go. make it happen. Let's go. Yeah. Get JC in hand and let's go. All right. Uh, last one, Tiana. This is going to be a real fucking downer. I can tell, already tell you right now. Here we go. Blast from the past, everybody. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. It does my heart so good to hear your guys' voices again. Goudreau here. And I owe everyone a tremendous apology for not calling in all season because I had no idea you guys were still taping shows. So if you're wondering <sighs> where I've been, that's why. Are you sure? Is and it just my apologies the once again. Garbage. I wanted to call in and say, PJ, all the best to your Detroit Lions. And I think you guys have a good shot this upcoming week. Shanahan is 1-30 in games trailing by five points in the fourth quarter. So if your offense can get to a hot start, and put pressure on Purdy, I think that kid will crap himself, and you have a very good chance of pulling this that off. Is, that is the game. So I plan. did, though, want to call in and say this. I haven't listened to your shows outside of the Wild Card Weekend, so I don't know what you guys said during the season. Uh, me the as the Jets Jet fan, I'm sure other Jet fans have called. I'll say this. I am very critical of Robert Sala, and I have been for the past three years. But I put the brunt of this season on the GM, Joe Douglas. In a season defined by quarterbacks getting hurt, 
domino started with Aaron Rodgers and it infected the league. It's an, it was a season that proved the importance of backup quarterbacks. For the GM of the Jets to have three chances to get a viable backup quarterback after Rodgers went down immediately when they were 3-3 three and three going into the bye at the trade deadline. For him not to pull the trigger showed me they punted on the season. And as a fan, that's a slap in the face to me because I give my time and I expect the standard of winning. And I don't like listening to their press conferences, Salah and Douglas, them acting like they accomplished something. Yes, your yep. defense was exceptional. But even they let go with a rope no, towards the end of the no, season. It wasn't. That Cleveland game. So exceptional is not allowed to be used to describe that four, defense. But this going year. into the upcoming here. season, it's win and win big or get out. Because he's got three double digit losing seasons. So pressure's on. But look, they didn't quit on him. Defense has some studs. The fact that Brees Hall had fifteen hundred yards scrimmage behind the worst O line in the league. And the worst quarterback play, you know, certain amount of credit for that. But just let you guys know, I'm okay, and I have had a tough season, as you would expect. But I'm so happy you guys are back. So glad to be listening, and hope to hear from you soon. Bye. Well, um, we never went anywhere. We're all up in uh, one call. We have been here all along. Uh, but thanks for summing that up in one call because. Uh, you know, it gave me the you missing all season gave me the opportunity to just shit all over your team all year, and it was glorious. <laughs> and and that stellar defense or whatever exceptional defense that we scored sixty four points against, I think you need to just calm the fuck down. Sauce Gardner was not the same player this year, and uh, he's stunk all around. The whole team stinks, and then you guys get like one win against somebody, and you're right, your coach. They constantly find one aspect of a loss and they like brag. And that's from usually on the defensive side of the ball. You know, Aaron Rodgers, again, you saw it this year. If he was on the field, you were not making the playoffs. I can't believe he would even consider getting behind that offensive line before he got hurt. Horrible. So many holes. It is not just the quarterback position. You're right, and you kind of said that, blaming it on GM. How about the owner? Where Where's Woody Johnson in this? I mean, Sal is 18 and 35, or 30, some crazy, horrific record. And I understand he gets the fucking mulligan with Rodgers. I, look, I mean, prediction, no playoffs. They're all going to be gone after next year. It's going to be awesome. And Rodgers ain't going to finish the season. Because you can't fix an O-line in an offseason. Sorry, Miami tried to do it for like a decade every year. You can't do it. Too many holes. Good luck. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, you get you got to build that O line, or you know, you got to build in the trenches, as they say. Yeah, they got a couple guys that they stand behind that they drafted, but they never healthy. You need like ten O linemen in yep. this league, not five. Trust yep. me. Absolutely. But good to hear from you, good Joe. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. It's uh, welcome back. Welcome back. All right, TM. We've got a, a little segment here just to to round out yes. this weekend's games, and then we'll just uh, we'll get into get into the picks and talk about our uh, thoughts. So let's uh, let's do this. What do you think? What? 
don't know. What do you think? Wait, wait, what? What the fuck do you know? All right. So. <laughs> I can't wait to do this every week. This is um, this is kind of, uh, I don't know, a little bit about last week, a little bit about the future. We'll try to keep it timely here. I don't want to stay out too late tonight. All right. Uh, where do we want to start, TM? Okay, let's start with the question. Where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? Let's start with the question that um, uh, was brought up in the Patrick Lear call. Should the NFL change the touchback or fumble through the end zone touchback rule? Uh, I don't think so. Don't fumble the ball. You know, I mean, like, everybody cries about it because of the reaching for the pylon or all that stuff. But, I mean, don't fumble the ball. And, and, you know... Talk about bad coaching and bad play calling. You've got fucking uh, Pacheco just shredding Bill's defense on that entire drive. Why do you got to run a trick play to Miko Hardman? Like, even Andy Reid isn't perfect. Yep. That, that, it should have been a Pacheco t- like touchdown with two more plays, more time off the clock. Game over. Game would have been over. I yeah. just I mean, don't that's... get it. <laughs> That is, I don't get what you're doing there with that guy. Saved Buffalo's, uh, uh, potentially saved Buffalo's season at that point. I mean, yeah. their hopes. You know, they, they gave, they gave, Kansas City gave Buffalo a reprieve from that horrendous fake punt play call. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, every time it happens to us, I fucking hate it. And then every time it happens, you know, for us or against us, it's amazing. It's so. a hell of a turnover. Yeah, it's a hell of a turnover when you when it goes in your favor. Yeah. But what would be the alternative? So, all right. So I rushed. To, I'm running to the corner. I the ball gets knocked out, goes out of bounds. So what? Should it go back to the twenty? Yeah, I don't. I think. I guess that's why. Like every other time you fumble, you don't automatically lose the ball. If you fumble out of bounds. You can't fumble yeah, the ball you keep forward, the ball. right? Right. So there, there, there should be some sort of penalty. But yeah, I would think, and they talked about that, this here a little bit on sports radio, and somebody brought up, you know, do you go back to the 20 on the same down that you were on or that, that fumble would? So if you fumbled on first down through the end zone, you'd go back to the 20 and be second in goal from the 20. I mean, I guess... I would be okay with that. I don't I don't like the idea that the other team gets the ball. I don't mind okay. penalizing a team, but I don't know. Doesn't seem to doesn't seem to make sense. It, what other rule in football do you turn the ball over? Like right. like it's good just point. that's a good point, yeah. All right, I guess I could kind of I understand that. So penalize, penalize, make it and make it a harsh penalty for for reaching, but don't make it so much that you know it's it, it's an advantage for the other team, I guess. So, all right, next question. All right, if you're building a team, TM, do you take the philosophy that? And I don't know if this is true necessarily for these teams, but looking at the teams, 
Do you take the AFC championship team mold where you have a stud quarterback, an elite quarterback, and you build around that quarterback? Or do you take the NFC where you're the Lions, you're the 49ers, and essentially build a team and plug in the right quarterback? Well, I, I, my choice is the AFC way because you can see with my team has not had the guy since Marino and they've tried to plug in several clowns and it has not worked out. Not to say that we've had championship rosters aside from the quarterback, but there were years where we had very good defense and Ryan Tannehill playing quarterback. And, you know, we could discuss this year a bit, but last year also with Tua, you know, I don't know. I I like it. I would want, I want a guy, like having Tua and watching Mahomes, I want a Mahomes in Miami. That's what I want. I want a great defense too, but I want a Mahomes. I want a guy that's going to make a play or make something out of nothing or win some games. Win some games. The quarterback... You cannot play the best team game and still win the game if you have a quarterback like a Patrick Mahomes. So, and it's funny is when you look at Super Bowl champions over the last twenty years, both have been successful. You look at Seattle, right? I mean, Russell Wilson at the time was really good, but he also had like a dominant team when they won, and even when they should have won against the Patriots. Um, So you have that team, you had, you know, I mean, you look at the Rams with Stafford. I mean, that team was really good before Stafford. Um, But then you look at the AFC, and every time an AFC team has won, except maybe the Ravens, right, with Flacco, um, it was a elite Hall of Fame, once-in-a-lifetime quarterback in Mahomes and Brady. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what the right philosophy is. I guess it depends on if you are a team that needs to win, like win just games, because it's hard to find that right quarterback, right? You could be searching for, I mean, the Denver Broncos come to mind, right? Like, you could be searching for that elite quarterback since they lost John Elway. And when they won recently with Manning, he was nothing more than a game manager. I, I, I don't want to call him a <laughs> yeah, game I mean, manager, but essentially. But that he was, season, he couldn't right? throw. I mean, right. Yeah. So, anyway. Anyway, good debate. Uh, you know, because I don't, I don't know what the right answer is. Find the elite guy. That's the right answer. They both work, though. You're do right. Do you want to win both... 20? Do you want to win six championships, or do you want to win one? I guess that's the way it is. Find the elite, and you'll win a lot. Okay. We talked about this. What, TM, do you think is the biggest thing preventing the Bills from getting over the hump? Is it the coach? Is it the quarterback or other what do you think what do you what do you think i don't know enough but from what i can see there is 
there are times when a coach just doesn't have it. They don't have that next level. And then you bring in a new coach, and it's like that. Um, but there are times when maybe that coach, maybe it's the quarterback. Look at Andy Reid, for instance, right? Made a lot of championship games. Had a good quarterback. Whose fault was that, right? Who, uh, you know, and then he goes to Kansas City and starts winning. So, I don't know. Um, I To me, if I had to put money, I'd say it's McDermott. Or maybe it's ownership. Who's calling the shots over there? I think I think I think they got to move on from McDermott. I mean, this just I, I just I don't think he handles the clock well. I don't I don't know who's I don't know who's leading that. Like is is Allen making the call there? I mean, because you're already down to your second offensive, you know, your backup offensive coordinator. Who like is why like I I just don't understand how he makes that throw on second down. I just I just <laughs> I just don't understand it. Like. You fucking, you fucked it up. What do you think? What? Well, I don't know. Uh, I, what do you think? It's wait, wait, I, what? Yeah, I, I think, I think Josh Allen. You know, and now there's all these crazy stats too. Like he, he's beaten one team with their actual starting quarterback in the postseason. Everybody else has been. It's one, yeah. They, oh, there's one in six, or whatever. They've lost every other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like they beat us last year with Skylar Thompson, who was our third string. I mean, you know, there's a lot not to like as far as some stats and stuff that have come out about that team. So I don't think either of them, you know, McDermott should get fired. I think he's, he's not a very good coach. And then, you know, Allen, obviously, like you said, he's got all the talent in the world, but I don't think he's got it between the years, man. He might just be a fucking meathead. Like he just Maybe. Maybe. dumb throws. He just wants to like, you know, he should be a tight end the way his mentality is. Anyway, All right. All right. Screw the bells. More coach talk. If you're a team with a vacancy, TM, we have, I think we tied the eight teams or maybe seven, six teams now. Do you right. test the waters with Bill Belichick? And, and by test the water, I don't mean just interview him, but do you take a chance on the old man? Well, I mean, isn't he kind of already spoken for in Atlanta? Uh, I mean, that's the rumor. But why haven't right. they pulled it's the trigger? Not, yeah, yeah. Right? It's, yeah. He's not waiting on anything. <clears throat> They're not waiting on anything. Yeah, listen. I would pers- My personal take on this is I don't want him coaching my team. Like Me too. I don't like the, I don't like the whole idea of this. It's like he just buried the Patriots. Brady leaves and they just turn into a dumpster fire with the with Joe Judge and Patricia doing the offense that one year and all this shit with Mac Jones and like what he just gets to walk out of there and we I'm supposed to think of him as the guy that just won all those Super Bowls what just happened in the last three years and I don't want to be bringing that down to my team like maybe he is too old school and I don't want his son on the coaching staff of my team either. Now this goes to the Keep that this, family away from me, man. <laughs> this goes to so maybe this is the this is the question though. Does Bill Belichick 
If you swapped out Bill Belichick for Sean McDermott right now, would the Buffalo Bills win a championship in the next couple years? Damn, you left, you son of a bitch. I don't know what happened. Did you hear my question, TM? If you swapped out Bill Belichick from McDermott from Belichick, go from there. That's all I said. Would they win? Oh. Is that is would that make the difference on that team? I don't know. I don't. I don't I don't know enough about what is it like what is the Patriot way? I want a hard knocks and watch them. I want to watch them practicing. I want to see that well, man in regular in front of cameras, not his bullshit press conferences. You know, what is it really like? Because and is it, I, you know, is it the Tom Brady effect as well, right? We still don't know. Of course it's got something to do with it. Of course. Tom Brady made better decisions than Josh Allen. <laughs> Woo! All right, last two. Um, which of the quarterbacks, playoff quarterbacks this season, TM, and we can go through them, is least likely to be the starter for their team next season? Not named Joe Flacco. And there's a not couple obviously Joe, we can. So not let's, named Joe Flacco. Not named Joe Flacco. So we can let's go through the AFC. You've got Lamar, you've got Mahomes. Tua. Tua. You've got uh Stroud. CJ Stroud. Allen. Whoever who's on who, who Mason Rudolph, I guess he doesn't count either. Um Wait, why doesn't he count? That I was guess my he answer. Counts. That's your answer. <laughs> um, and then in the answer, you got Baker. So really, this is maybe a question: Is it? It's Baker, maybe Stafford, um, Purdy, Goff. Who are we missing? Uh, Dak. Love. Love. Dak. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Um, uh, and Hurts. And Hurts. So Hurts, I mean, that's – and so it's kind of Purdy. It's Hurts, Dak, um, Baker, Tua. They're all fine. Think so? Well, Dak will be the starter in Dallas because McCarthy stayed, I would think. What about Baker? Uh, what do you think of Baker? You think, uh, you I think, think he Baker's did enough to, get a, to, to Yeah, keep he's going to get a contract. Okay. Oh, who who's the alternative? I don't know. Cousins? Maybe. Hertz? Because one of my questions on here, there was that story that came out about Hertz signing a new deal that made it more trade friendly. But I don't who? know. If you're if you're Philly, you don't trade Jalen Hertz after the shit show that no. was this season. Yeah, I don't know what that that's a whole I need like a behind the scenes novel about this season. <laughs> that, you know, that makes no sense. I mean they just imploded. All right, last question, TM. Yes. Quarterbacks still in the playoffs. Which quarterback this weekend is playing, that's playing, has the most at stake? And I think we can eliminate Mahomes because I don't think that's what happens. But you've got Lamar who can't win an AFC champ. Can't, you know, can't win a championship game. And then you've got Purdy and Goff, who are kind of both, you know, in similar situations, but different. Well, 
Lamar needed to win last, like that was the monkey off his back was winning last week because he had never won that round. I, be- I believe is. Didn't they, when they lost to Tennessee, was it the divisional round that they lost when they were the one seed? I think it was. I think you're right. Yeah, I think I think Tennessee came in off a win. But does that win against the Texans get that monkey off his back, or was that just like a, well, you know, that was a given. Now, like, let's see who you really are, Mister MVP. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think him and Purdy are neck and neck is the answer to this question. I mean, if Purdy has a bad game and they lose, yeah, he's going to be replaced. You know, I, I. I can't imagine him not being if that was the case. If it's a really close game, back and forth, he plays well and you beat them, you know, then maybe he comes back. But, I mean, the Niners need to win that game. Like, there's a lot of pressure on them in that game. They have been so close. You know, this whole Shanahan regime hasn't... You you feel like they've won something, and they really... And they haven't, you know? So, and then you can even go back to the hardball that lost. They haven't won in a long time. So... Yeah, uh, he obviously tons of pressure on that whole team, and then yeah, Lamar. I mean, Lamar's going to be there right next year, um, but they've had such a dominant season in the AFC that you know for them to lose, it's going to be tragic. But again, going back and forth with Mahomes, if it's a battle, and you know they just end up losing because they didn't have the ball last. You know, I think it would then solidify him as one of the top three or four quarterbacks in the in the FC. He's going to get the MVP and uh, it won't be good enough for him. He'll be he'll be devastated. I think if they lose, yep. he, I, I, they must be so pissed that Bill's lost. <laughs> gotta play. They gotta but, play him at home. Gotta, Baltimore has a habit of talking shit and. Yeah, you don't. You can't be doing that when you're playing the Chiefs. You can't be motivating the Chiefs. No, but so. I I agree with you. I think it's Purdy. Um, I think Goff has done enough to eliminate the haters with this team. I mean, take two teams to NFC Championships. I mean, in, in three years' time. I mean, now in the city of Detroit, if Goff comes out and plays like shit in this game. There's going to be a lot of question marks, especially with him needing a contract coming up. So we'll see. I agree, though. Wait, he needs to be signed? Uh, he's got one more year left. But okay. when he um, – if they are going to re-sign him, it's got to probably come next year. So, All right, that's it, TM. Let's, um, let's get into this and let's get out of here. Let's talk about these games a little bit and talk about my 4-0 weekend, baby. <laughs> oh yeah. Lord, I was born a gambling man. Try to make some money by picking the best I can. But when they come and take my house and my car, my wife don't understand. I fucking suck at gambling. Alright. Yes, sir. 4-0. PJ picked all four correctly last week. Bravo, sir. Bravo. I went 2-2. Two and two, Lost on the Niners. Lost on the Bucks. The two-point conversion. Todd Bowles. That should have been one of my questions, actually. I Are you in this, this mindset of, no. hey, I'm down 14. No. Let me 
go for two after I score the first touchdown? Maybe in the regular season, if you like, but that with the basically the whole mathematics behind it is you have a fifty-five percent chance of getting a two-point conversion. So if you don't get it, you're gonna get it the next time. I mean, we're talking about the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. You score there to finally get some momentum. Why don't if you really want to win the game with a two-point conversion, then just fucking kick the extra point, and then if you score again to be down one, then get ballsy. I just, like... Yep. I, I'll tell you, as a, a Lions fan, it's, it's, I'm sitting there going, no, no, wait, wait, what? What are you doing? Absolutely yeah, not. Well, you cannot Tennessee, that's get how this. Tennessee beat Miami on that Monday night. They did it successfully. They got the first one. Yep. So, <sighs> anyway. Uh, yeah, it's... I get it, but it's almost kind of like you're pseudo ballsy. Yeah. Because because you're kind of protecting yourself so the next time, oh, if you score now, an extra point wins the game. It's like, no, why don't you just kick a fucking extra point now and then go for two and be really ballsy? Yeah, and I'm just, <laughs> you know, you know, yeah, I'm in the, I'm in the, uh, I'm in the camp of like extend the game as long as possible. I want I want an explanation, uh, especially in the playoffs. I totally agree. I want an explanation on the 55%. Are you telling me that in the history of two-point conversions in the NFL, they've worked 55% of the time? Or are you telling me that you have a 55% chance of a two-point conversion working? I want an explanation on that. Or is it I get a, you know, there's a 55% chance that I'm going to get one of the two? I just don't see what, like, what... What, what gives me those numbers? What I, gives yeah, me I that math? I don't know. I, I would you know? assume it's got to come it's from... 11 and 11. I don't, I don't get, like, where's the advantage? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that's the gambling part of it. So, but yes, that's he, goes, right, he yeah. went for two and essentially eliminated. At least when we bet, it was uh, a seven-point spread. I think it ended up at six and a half. So I don't it think did, it yeah. really would have mad had they not... Unless they got it, right? Then it would have... Then it would have mattered. Then it would have. Yeah. Um, I, this guy called into Detroit Radio said he put a, a bet in for like an exact score, and he had thirty-one twenty-four, uh, <laughs> and it was it was like a plus I don't know sixty-five hundred thousand. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was something oh, yeah. ridiculous. So like, there's plus six fifty. I don't know, bet twenty. Whatever it was, it was something ridiculous. Yeah. And, he would own a few thousand dollars. Yeah. You know, they score, and he's saying like him and his buddies are just going nuts. And then they're like, "Wait, wait, what? Why? Why is why is Baker on the why is ba- Baker uh, on the field?" Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. That's so pain. Baltimore, See, that's pain. That's gambling pain, yes. man. Yes. That is just yeah. That's what you deserve if you're in Detroit, though. Betting. <laughs> Although I guess you know you're just betting the score. You're still betting the, the Lions to win. So win-win for him or a lose-win for him. All right, TM. So we've got. Kansas City going into Baltimore, three o'clock, three o'clock, Eight Sunday o'clock. afternoon. What is the uh, current line on the game? Three and a half. Ravens minus three and a half. Ah oh, man. Um. I don't know about this. <laughs> oh look, I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm taking the three and a half points. Um, 
Will I actually put money on this game or your game? I don't even know if I will this weekend. I have not done well in the postseason. I made. I am very proud of myself for making a large cash out before the wild card round, and just kind of been fucking around with like props and very small bets. Because if I didn't, I would have lost everything I won this season. So good job, Tom. Pat on the back. But you got to take three and a half points with Patrick Mahomes. I'm not trying to overthink this. I am not going to, like, go too deep into analyzing anything about this. I'm, you're giving me three and a half points with a guy who no one has knocked out of, like, who, who only Joe Burrow beat. I guess Baker beat him that one year, but just, just give me the three and a half points. That's all. You can't tell me that the Ravens are just going to roll over this team in an AFC championship game. Like, I just don't see how that happens. And that's what I keep hearing. Ravens are going to kill him. I'm just yeah, like nice. what? But so, I don't, I don't, I you. It's the playoffs. It's the champ. I mean, I don't. You don't. You don't get. If I far. put money on the game, I would buy this point to four. I would buy it to plus four. I'd feel much better about plus four. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go against you on this team. I think Baltimore. I think Baltimore is hands above everybody in the AFC. I don't know that KC has seen a defense like this. And there they did the Raiders. Raiders freaking lit them up. And, but, <laughs> yeah, I, the, the thing is, just... I, I listen. I mean, but you're not. You're not. The Raiders have good defensive parts, and this this Baltimore defense is for reals. I mean, Kansas City has not looked great when was the last time kansas city looked great last week did they yeah they did they were scoring more touchdowns their defense was yeah i guess they i mean their defense the, i mean buffalo did move the ball on them i just i have watched baltimore enough outside of the random couple of games like the steelers and beat them and Cle- i mean I just don't see, you know, uh, Baltimore struggled against the Rams and their passing attack. I don't see that being a, a thing with Kansas City. Um, and, and mind you, I'm, I'm just taking the points. I don't think this is some blowout. I don't think they're going to win by, you know, 10 or 9 or set. I think Baltimore's got enough to handle Mahomes. And the thing is, is you don't have to worry about anybody on that team except Mahomes and Pacheco. I mean, let Kelsey get his. But other than that, there isn't, you know. You know, the Bills let Kelsey get his. But the Bills. Like 15 they, yards off them. Are you comparing every, the Baltimore round. Ravens to the Buffalo no, Bills team? I'm just saying, no, I'm just saying from what your defense, like the defensive approach that you're suggesting I'm just commenting that the Bills let Kelsey get his. To the tune of two touchdowns and, you know, just, it's wide open on every play. Just a disgrace. <laughs> I just don't understand it. I'm excited to see what Andy Reid can come up with against uh, this Baltimore team. And I don't yeah, I, this is. I was going to say, I've definitely I, I thought think, about the two coaches, right? I'm like, I'm like, this is going to be good. Like Reed versus Harbaugh. Let's see how they play it. Yeah. And, and I'm sitting here talking about 
I don't think the Chiefs have seen a defense like. I think the other side of the ball might be the more interesting side. Because Mahomes is going to, I mean, Mahomes and Reed are going to get theirs one way or the other. Kelsey, Pacheco, Mahomes, Reed, they're going to do it. The question is, can this defense that we've been hearing so much about all year and is clearly improved leaps and bounds above previous years, can they contain Lamar and can Lamar do what everybody expects him to do? And I don't know. I don't know that answer. But if I'm if I'm a betting man and I'm a betting man in this segment, I'm taking Baltimore. I'll lay the points. Lay the three and a half. Picking Baltimore to win, picking Baltimore to cover. Now Tim, who do you You think Baltimore is gonna win or do you would you straight up money line, who are you taking to win this game? I don't want to bet on this game. Because I'm rooting for the Ravens. I want Taylor Swift. I don't want any more of this shit. <laughs> I don't care. As funny as uh, Jason Kelsey was and all yes. the quality NFL <laughs> memes we've gotten from his behavior, which was top notch. Um, I just, um, I've had it, you know. I've had it. I mean, you got New York, the New York Sports Radio morning show mapping out how Taylor will make it back from her concert to the Super Bowl in time. It's just like, oh my God. It's going to be just, and then somebody said, who said me, it's fixed, so then it's just more ratings. The ratings are already going to be the highest thing ever, but if she's there, it just makes them, it's like, oh my God, come on. This And the ref that's been put in, yeah, and the ref that's been put in place for this game, like, notoriously, uh, Calls for the home team. Uh, call, excuse me. Calls for the road team. Calls puts penalties against the. It's just like, come on, everybody. Just can somebody just go out? Are. Just go out and beat them. Somebody just go out and beat them. That's why I'm so annoyed with my team, with the stupid Bills, and now, come on, Lamar. Like, just do it. <laughs> come on, bro. Come, come on, bro. Every. Come Half on, the bro. country is rooting for you. Everybody except the Swifties. 48, yeah, 48 states. Everybody but the Swifties. All right. It's a lot of Swifties. Detroit Lions. Yes, I said that correct. Detroit Lions heading to the NFC Championship. Heading to San Francisco or wherever the fuck they play. Candlestick Park. Is it, uh, was it, it was six and a half? What is the line now? I don't even know. It's Seven. Seven, seven. The 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 Lions getting seven against the Fighting Purdies. <laughs> I will tell you, Debo is a fifty-fifty. I don't know how you look at these teams, and that is a seven-point spread. But you know, Vegas knows. Vegas knows. The Lions historically are pretty good against the spread though. And I think with the lions offense and the lack of the 49ers pass defense, I don't, I don't see a way that the lions don't keep this game close. Um, I think, I don't know if it was Alex or Goudreau, whoever said it, 
I think the way that this game is won by the Lions is getting that offensive push early and putting the pressure on the shoulders of Brock Purdy. Hell yeah. If Lions go down early and they can get McCaffrey into a rhythm and don't have to lean on uh, their uh, Purdy and, and Debo in the pass game, I think that that bodes that you know is, now, is trouble. Debo may not play. Yeah, there, there was just reading today. He was he's still in pain. What did what did uh, Shanahan say? He's not practicing, but he feels better. That's and right. it's 50-50 if he plays. Yep. And it'll probably stay that way all the way until game time. They're not going to show their cards. They're not going to, you know. Right. So, I think the Lions keep it close. I'll take the Lions. I'll take the points. I'm not 100. I'm yeah. not confident that they're going to win. Do I think they can no, win? No, I'm taking the seven. I'm taking I think it's possible, and you're giving me a touchdown. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, um, and, and I think you guys all you, you said it perfectly. You got to get out to an early lead, put the pressure on them. I mean, look at they you know they were they were struggling, being down to the Packers. You got to have the same kind of game, and you can't make it. You can't make the mis- you know you got to make your kicks, and you can't make that mistake Love made over the middle. And please run the goddamn ball. So what do you were? But do you think the Lions were just not running it? last week because it was they basically said all right well tampa's good against the run so we're just gonna throw it because that's like a mike mcdaniel thing to do i don't know and we were getting pretty upset the guy was sitting yeah we were texting i was texting you saying what are we doing (laughs) well especially they came out they 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 threw it three times in a row one of them was a little dump off that was out of that was halftime out of the half yeah, well, that was at the first. It was the first half too. It was just yes, it was yeah. very frustrating. I think that that, was Mike, that's Mike McDaniel's. That's I was like, did he, is he fucking calling the plays? Yeah, Ben Johnson. Seriously. You know, and we talk about this a lot on this show. That the, the offensive coordinators think that they have to be the smartest guys in the room, do the things that everybody doesn't think that they're gonna do, and it's like, no, we literally have one of the best offensive lines in football. Run the ball, and you get past that. Todd Bowles blitzing defense and you break through the line by Sayonara and you saw Jameer Gibbs bust up the middle make one guy miss 30 yard touchdown and then that opens everything else up yes sir uh, I don't Let's know but yes run the ball open up the pass game protect Goff those are the three things they need to do and get out early. Get out. Go get out ahead early. <sighs> I'm not nervous yet, TM, but it's getting there. It's getting there. Yeah, you're gonna be. The hairs on the back of the, the head are, are standing up a little bit. Six thirty game. A little bit. Oh, so so, what do you do? You sit that you watch that at home with the family. It is. Are you getting together with extended uh, family, or you just keep just, it close? We'll get together with my brother and. Um, at his house, so just us and the kids. So eight of us, and the kids will go do whatever. My son will watch, but the rest will fart around. But uh, no, I can't. I'm, there's no way I'm going to watch this at some watch party or something. No, I, no, I wasn't people thinking are, that. No, people yeah, people yeah. are too stupid. 
Um, the same goes with the Super Bowl. Like if Lions, you know, Lions make it to the Super. There's no fucking Super Bowl party. Party's literally in my basement by myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah. It'll um, it'll be interesting. On uh, my sons to give you an idea of what's hat. My son plays in like a travel basketball league that's on Sundays always. And these games have been scheduled forever. And his games were at five and seven o'clock. And they got so much flack for this. They moved everything from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m. <laughs> they literally shifted the entire day's worth of games to start early in the morning on Sunday because perfect. All the teams it's were just like, better. we're just forfeiting. Like, we're not showing up if, you know, these games are played at this time. Right. Awesome. Well, it's January. Yeah. So is it basketball or baseball? No, it's basketball. It's basketball. Oh, okay. It is, it is basketball season. So it is, but it's also still football season. Come that on. is correct. That is correct. All right, Tim. Well, let's get out of here. We'll keep it timely. Thanks everybody for calling in. Uh, you know, good luck to our Chiefs fans, Lions fans, 149er yeah. fan, anybody out there. I don't think we have any <laughs> no, fans. no, not good. No PC. Sorry. Yeah. Lions all day. Let's go. Uh, all right. Well, we will. Uh, we'll be back next week and um, yes, do a little recap show. Might have a little surprise coming, and then uh, we'll get into. Uh, we'll do our Super Bowl preview show. Come up in a couple weeks, prior to the Super Bowl. So uh, stay yes, tuned sir. for that, and uh, we will catch everybody uh, next week. Go Lions, baby! Let's go! Let's go, Woo! Let's go You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the network and subscribe to the full binge at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And don't forget. I was going to say, um, <laughs> what did you just say?